Hello and welcome. I'm Graham Kemlow and this is Travel Writers Radio, bringing you authentic, independent stories about the people behind the food, wine, lifestyle and travel experiences around the world. There are no influences here, just storytellers, members of Pallet, the professional association of lifestyle and travel writers. We're here on J-Air Wednesdays from 5pm to 7pm. My co-host tonight is Rita Rulick. Hi, Rita. Hello, Graham. Hello, listeners. And you know, Rita, just for a change, and they say it changes as good as a holiday, it's you commenting on a matter of culinary interest, the Sermon on the Mount from Rita. Absolutely. Well, it's not about the food. It's not really about the food. Are you buying or selling? Are you a restaurant diner or a restaurant owner? Diners tend to look at the cost of a main course. Restaurateur look at the cost of just getting a plate on the table. Many years ago, 25 years ago, maybe 30, I think, a restaurateur I knew well confided costs to me. He said, it costs $20 for me just to seat someone at the table. And that's before they eat. About a week ago, around a friend's table, one of the guests started grumbling about the cost of food in restaurants. It wasn't quite the time to argue with him, but I did want to point out to him and to others that the cost of running a restaurant is considerable. Let's factor in rent, power bills, insurance, wages, compliance costs, and then kitchen equipment and all the plates and cutlery and glasses. Oh, and that's all before any food or drinks have to be bought. I've just had a wonderful long weekend in Dalesford, a couple of hours out of Melbourne, and I've been very struck by the difference between cost and value. Is a stay, is a meal expensive? Yes. And is it good value? Absolutely, for the place I stayed in and the restaurants I ate at. We all have our own views on value. But let's be clear, if you want handsome surroundings, you'll pay more. If you want skilled waiters, you will pay more. If you want a huge choice of things to drink, you will pay more. I've always liked a certain kind of expensive restaurant. Not all, I have hasten to say, because there are some I don't think are good value. But when I look around from my table and watch the wait staff at work, when I pick up my napkin, when I lift my glass or enjoy the feel of my cutlery, I'm pleased. This is my money at work. And that's particularly true when I look at wait staff and see the number of people working in the kitchen. Feeding me is an employment project and I'm delighted by that. To those who say, rip off, I could cook this at home for a fraction of the cost, I say, go do that. Stay home and cook. You do the shopping, you do the cooking, and good luck to you. Most people check out restaurants online before they go out. The menus are online. It is very hard to go to any restaurant these days and claim you had no idea of the cost of it. As for the cost of drinks, well, that's up to you. I'm not so keen about paying $10 or more for imported mineral water, but no one obliges me to do that. And so, Graham, what else is on the show tonight? Well, thank you for that, Rita. Uh, Coming up over the next two hours, we feature our sustainability reporter, Keely Warren, 
who speaks with a Belgian-based consultant, Pauline van Beneden. She's a young entrepreneur who specialises in consulting to organisations, particularly hotels, about sustainability in that particular sector of the industry. Belinda Jackson speaks with Fiona Delahunty of Ireland's Griffin Hotel Group, which operates the highly rated Monart Destination Spa in County Wexford, with its 100 acres of lakes and designer gardens. Our Sydney reporter, Helen Hayes, has left our shores for the slopes of Sun Peaks, Canada, where she runs into Canada's Olympic ski champion, Nancy Green Rain, who taught up there our famous Olympian, Dawn Fraser, to ski. And Nancy says Dawn gave her a swimming lesson. <laughs> you can ski with Nancy on certain days of the week up there too. And it's International Women's Day, and in honour of the occasion, Graham Kemlo has a special interview with Jeremy Meltzer. He's a member of Melbourne's Jewish community who lived in Cuba for a period and found himself impacted by the violence perpetrated by men against women in the name of love. Jeremy determined to do something about it. Find out how his facilitated funding of $7.5 million to the cause and what you can do to help over the next three days. That's all coming up now on Travel Writers Radio here on JA 88FM in Melbourne. <laughs> 